how many AirPods Max are we all getting? John, st- I was going to start with the name's Max. <laughs> AirPods Max. <laughs> Everyone do your, your uh, AirPods Max joke. Lex, what do you got? That's, that's fine. That's just fine. <laughs> no, I insist. Um, I didn't come prepared with an AirPods Max joke. You didn't, you didn't do the homework? Oh, really? Come on. You, you had to know that's what was going to happen. Yeah, come I, on. I thought we were going to lead with Bob's, Bob Mansfield, but I, I assumed that the uh, the name was describing the price tag. Oh. Oh. Do you think Apple's sad that they used up AirPods Pro already? Because it does seem like that would have been a better name for this. AirPods big. Maybe they should have been like AirPods, AirPods better, and AirPods best. <laughs> I just want to know if, if people are going to go into uh, an Apple store and be like, hey, I, I want to check out the Max, and they're not going to know what they mean. I like uh, I like just AirPods good. AirPods good? Yeah. I don't need better or best. AirPods good, two legs bad? I'm, I'm perfectly fine with AirPods good. So I, I gather, yes, n- nobody's ordering any airpods max (laughs) not at that price (laughs) well how many pairs do i need i already ordered two (gasps) did you order two lex did you spend a thousand dollars on headphones one for each year listen i've 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 read plenty of the debate over whether it's overpriced or not i think you probably can't know until you've heard them (laughs) yeah but even if they sound great i don't use headphones enough to need headphones that sound 500 something dollars worth of good yeah. I don't need that from yeah. headphones. I, I think I'm sorry. I think people talk about the overpriced a lot, and it's really it's kind of hard to suss out exactly what that means because the question is for it's overpriced for me. Let's yeah, put it that that's way. that's totally or, fair. I mean, and I, and that's fine. Overpriced is overpriced is the wrong word. It's too expensive yes, for me. <laughs> right. And and that's totally fine. But I think a lot of people are like, this is twice as expensive as it needs to be. And it's like, well, yeah. is it? I mean, twice as if it was some easily measured metric like all right, this pair is two times louder than that pair <laughs> and, and like cost the same amount or something, right? Yeah. Like if you could just measure it based on decibels, sure, okay, but that's not how this works. Right, yeah. That's not how any of this works. And it, it doesn't, it works. And it doesn't bother me. And it doesn't yeah, bother me. There are plenty of headphones out there that I can buy. <laughs> right, I mean, exactly. I, you know, I'd probably enjoy these more, but that's why they're more expensive. They'll come down eventually, I think. I think they'll be down to at least 500 bucks by next year. <laughs> it's like, I, did, I didn't buy the HomePod because it was too expensive for me, and then they came out with a HomePod Mini, which was not too expensive for me, so I bought that one, and yeah. it's great. Yeah, so I, I think I, I'm interested to hear the reviews, but I also think when it comes to audio stuff, I'm never sure if any, let's put this way, as I said in the Rebound Slack, which I guess everybody, not just Rebound Prime members can be in. So just, you know, send Lex an email or whatever, and I'll let you in. <laughs> Tweeted any of this. Which was a clerical error, a clerical error on our part. Yeah, sorry, our bad. It's There's a super secret one somewhere else. Not even we are in it. That's how secret it is. It's just James That's, and yeah, Guy. Right, right. That's the best one, the one that we're not in. Yeah, you pay extra to not go into a Slack where we are. <laughs> you don't have to uh, put up with us. <laughs> audio is so my hot take is like audio is incredibly subjective right like just the other day lex sent a a recording um you know the the final version of a podcast to me and jason and uh and jason and i had wildly different opinions about which one sounded better and it's like well does it matter at the end of the day like no not really like i think this one sounds better he thinks that one sounds better neither of them are unlistenable but like people have <laughs> different thresholds for things and different ears frankly yeah 
and I don't feel like I'm 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 perfect. Like I said, I'm perfectly fine with the AirPods that I have, which are the basic ones. And You're also perfect, John. Sound, I want to make that They sound good to me. The best AirPods are the ones you have with you. <laughs> and I don't. And I don't. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, like, I, I don't, I, I use a pair of those Sony MDR monitors, right? Like, they're like $85 headphones, but they're perfectly fine for podcast recording. Like, I don't, yeah. and I use my AirPods Pro for everything else. I mean, I had those. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea what what headphones I have on right now. <laughs> I could not <laughs> tell you. Same, actually, hundred percent. You know, the other week, I think I told the story about how I had those Bose headphones that would turn themselves on in the in the drawer and just drain all their batteries. Oh, yeah, right. And so I got right. them replaced. And you know, because that model isn't made anymore, they sent me the newer model, the QC thirty five two. And it's like, these were great headphones when I bought them four years ago. Guess what? They're still in shrink wrap on my desk here because I have zero need for them. Yeah. Yeah. I get this. Well, it's a good thing you you got the replacements then. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it, frankly, uh, I could just turn around and sell them somewhere because they're in mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> they're $300 headphones. I mean, you know, This whatever. is how Dan makes a living. This is, yep. I, <laughs> I break stuff. I get the stuff <laughs> replaced and I sell the new stuff. That's my plan. That's why Apple will only send you one AirPod Pro as a replacement, not both. And they make <laughs> mm-hmm. you send the old one back too. So uh, that's clever. Very clever. Yeah. Very close. So we're not buying the AirPods Max Pro, Super Pro no. Max. Base. Not on this. Not on this podcast. Other podcasts are buying it. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, go go listen to those. <laughs> That's fine for Marco. You can't get you can't get them until you know for a while anyway. Are they? Did the, the dates now. slip? Yeah. Yeah, the dates are slip. I mean, I think this, there's a couple colors you can still get by Christmas if you don't get them engraved. I guess it was totally a failure then, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, right. Nobody's buying them because yeah. you can't get them. That's why nobody's buying them because you can't get them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody goes there. It's too popular. Yeah, exactly. I think the I think it was interesting that the whole December surprise thing panned out, though. I mean, because that was rumored what last month, uh, a few weeks back. Yeah. Uh, was that whole like oh they're not done yet and apparently they weren't so and do you think it was a desire on apple's part to wait until now to release no, it or do you think it absolutely was not like they couldn't until yet i okay. be- I, I buy i think german had it in one of his reports said essentially there were some problems like the headband was too tight on early models and i'm sure all the covid slowdowns did not help them either so i assume if they could have shipped them earlier and in bigger quantities they would have uh, I did like someone. I would, I would imagine. Why? Why would they not want to sell as many as they can as fast as possible? <laughs> I think it was. Uh, you guys know Ish Ish Shabazz. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, I know the name. I do not. I've never. Anyways, he, we were we were tweeting on, uh, and he pointed out that it's funny that they're like this, like same or slightly more expensive than a PS5. And I was like, yeah, but you can actually get one of these, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, if anybody expected Apple was going to release a cheap new. <laughs> new product that was that was misplaced faith. well some people had rumored it at 350 bucks which, which seems like some sort of but, an average price for high-end but again, headphones it's, it's um, apple but, and then you always exactly you always right. go up from but, there right yeah. so i don't know i'm, yeah. I'm torn and also that, also and also the, the the thing that you should be mad about is the rumor people getting it wrong as opposed to yes. <laughs> apple right. disappointed you by releasing something with a higher price, they didn't change well, the price i, I don't 100 agree with with this take here because just because i know like before the initial iPad came out, there were rumors that some suggested then and now were intentionally placed, right? Like that. Yes, but there is there is a strong difference there. I mean, people believing what they see posted on Twitter or YouTube versus when Apple did that leak, it was to the Wall Street Journal, right? Like there's a different yeah, caliber. I, guess, I yes. guess this is my point. Is that it's also the other way around. Right? It's I mean, Apple, I think, 
wrongly today has a reputation as being super expensive compared to its competitors for a lot of things, right? Like I don't think that, that iPads are, are grossly overpriced or anything like that. It's true. So if this had cost $350, I wouldn't have batted an eyelash. I mean, I still wouldn't have bought it. I don't need more headphones, but like that seems like a normal-ish price to me. This seems like an abnormal-ish price to me. And it feels like it's against the reputation they want to have. That's that's my take. It feels like they're trying to not be the over. It is interesting that they, the mm, stuff I, that I, does I, tend to... I don't think they care. No, I don't think they care either. But I think that they, it's interesting that the stuff that that does apply more to seems to be the audio side, right? Where they have this... Yeah. I think some of it is it, it goes back to the whole tie with like music, right? As one of the things that Apple is really into. It and goes back to a day that you'll never forget. <laughs> goes back even further than that. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think some of it, like you know, you could. I think Lex is right that the you know iPads are not. I think iPads are very competitively priced for the most part. Certainly on the low they end. Are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even I mean, you know, Mac stuff is definitely more expensive, but for what you get, I would argue is not overpriced. Now. Yeah, especially now. Yeah phones i mean i don't know phones phones are kind of all over the place and they they tend to move much more expensive and but apple also offers cheaper options as well yeah. right so right, right i think it's mainly like the home they're surprisingly thing. competitive at the low end at the low end particularly of phones i would say and ipads yeah the the, the home pod i think was the one that kind of set the closest expectation here right because that was much more expensive than a lot of competing products right and still is if you buy a full-size one even though the price has gone down so it will be interesting, but if these things fly off the shelves at five fifty, they're not gonna, they're not going to make it any cheaper. They're not going to, yeah. <laughs> well, even that's not true, right? Sometimes Apple products get cheaper over time, even if they've sold. I would not be surprised to see it go down to five hundred, but I honestly, you know, yeah. I think it's more likely that they either revamp them into a new model or add a lower price model somewhere in between than they do take this and like slash it to. Yeah, there was supposed there was a rumored sport version that did not appear. Yeah, anyway, more rumors. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, you know my feelings about that. I do. You love them. Well, guys, if we have exhausted our Max conversation, <laughs> I need I need tech support from you. <laughs> oh no! And I'm hoping you can help me. Oh hey, that's what we're here for. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know when, and I don't know why, but I, I do know, know do definitely you know how or nope. who or but, what. Uh, or, or my what? Mac. Yeah. Any? Uh, well, actually, where? just just do you on, know where? across across all of my devices. <laughs> Photos, um, you know, photos does faces tagging. Photos at some point became convinced that Lauren, my wife, is Lauren and me. <laughs> so oh. I do not appear as an individual face. Oh, no. well, I can answer this. This this naturally happens over time. <laughs> <laughs> Lex, I had this happen. I had this happen. What do I do? With How both... do I fix this? Okay, I had this happen with both my I keep parents. on, t- I'm literally, as I talk to you, tagging photos of me as not Lauren. Yeah. In hopes that at some point it'll recognize <sighs> that I'm a separate person. But it's it's thousands of photos. It's maybe tens of thousands of yeah, photos. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember how I dealt, de- dealt with this because I had this problem with my parents and with my uncle and my aunt. Same thing. And I think it was because for a while they shared contact cards or like something looked at like contact information was like oh they have the same phone number they must be the same person or something like that right same phone number and i did manage to separate them out but i think i had to reset some like i think i had to i'm ready to tell it to just forget every face and i'm sure there's a way to do that but god it feels like such a waste it's everything else is right i just wanted to forget one face and i can make it forget a face from like the face's memory but it still thinks that lauren and i are all one person it's very frustrating yeah, it, it is possible to reset the photo album. I think if you go into 
there is a way to do it, but I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember how I did this when I, and it was like a, within the last year that this was. So far, issue. you're very much not helping. I'm going to need more specifics. Well, yeah. Thanks for asking me to do this on a podcast where I'm like on the spot. <laughs> I saved it for you. <laughs> you could have just told me I would have done some research ahead of time. He oh. saved it for the show. I saved it for the show. That's what you're always telling me to do, Dan. Yeah, well, that's uh, that was my fault. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> as long as we're all in agreement. Yeah, no, you can't. You guys are the same person now. I think that's how it works. <laughs> sorry. That's my answer. And like, I really cared because I was trying to find a specific photo of me and one of my kids. And <laughs> I realized I couldn't search for me. And I'm like, what the hell is the problem? And then I went to phases and my phases in there. And then when I was tapping onto Lauren, of course, there I was over and over and over again in photos where lauren wasn't and that's how yeah but i think you, what, I think I what you have to do is essentially go into the people section right click on the you know you guys select remove this person and then basically retrain it on both of your faces but if i remove that person i yeah. feel like when i'm when i look at an individual photo you know it'll show you here's the photos we recognize or the photos the, the, the faces that we can yes. identify in this photo yes. and it only shows lauren's face as like look we identify lauren in a photo that's me Right. So it's like, it seems like removing this person isn't enough. It's only removing them from my collected people. Right. But it's the first step. I think you have to go through and do a, I think a lot of it, unfortunately, is kind of manual because once these machine learning algorithms get stuck, it's hard to, you have to like retrain them. That's the, it's like learning a bad habit. It's literally the worst part of this malicious machine learning stuff is if it gets the wrong idea in its little algorithm head, then you are going to have to work really hard to disabuse it of that notion. Oh, I see. There is a way to reset the people album entirely. That will make you retag everyone. Select all the faces, then press the delete key, and then you can start over from scratch. Delete Boy, all your pictures. Horrible. Yeah. And start your life over again. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's basically what you're doing now, right? Like that you're going to have to retrain it on everybody then. I hate the world. Uh, well, here's <laughs> the good news, you guys. We have a lot of listener questions. Oh, uh, we don't good. have any advertisers today. Come back next week if you want to hear ads. Uh, the only ad we have for now is. <laughs> Go to Rebound Prime so you too can submit questions because we don't answer questions from free listeners, you moochers. But we answer <laughs> questions from paid listeners who went to prime.reboundcast.com. E-Man asks, the M1 chip-powered Macs have gotten great reviews, except by crazy people. I haven't been this excited for Mac hardware since the G5. Can you prognosticate what's in store for the next round of M chip powered Macs? Ooh, ooh, M2. Stuff, M2. The M2. <laughs> will they stuff 64 gigabytes of RAM on the You heard uh, it here first. System it's going to be the M2. External GPUs, improved sex bot performance. Oops, skip the last one as it's not a Mac. <laughs> Isn't it though? <laughs> Couldn't it be? Couldn't it be? I actually don't think M2 will be next. I think it'll be like an M1. It will probably be an M1X. M1X. X. Yeah. Mm. Or an M1Z. <laughs> There, there's yeah, rumors. German already had a had a rumor thing about about them working on uh, chips for uh, a Mac Pro, right? And the iMac, high end iMac, probably. Yeah, right. And the, right. I think even the MacBook Pro and maybe even the higher, like the, both the 13 inch higher configuration of MacBook Pro and the 16 inch MacBook Pro as well, I believe. I mean, I think at a at a base level, the two things that an enhanced chip would probably do next would be um, add more RAM and enable the device, enable the device to have more USB. Well, ports. yes. And I think the key thing from the German report is more cores, right? Like yeah, those high end chips are going to have weight. Like they're talking about 16 um, performance cores. That's not even the, like, it sounds like the efficiency cores remain rather flat in terms of like four cores for the efficiency stuff, because they don't, if you need more than that, you switch to the performance cores, right? There's no point in really ramping up the efficiency cores as much. Um, and then they were talking at one point, I think, for a in 2022, I think, the the Mac 
Pro getting a possibly a is it like a 32 core processor? It was a lot. Like I don't I mean you're not going to see the same jump in performance probably that you saw going from Intel to Apple Silicon. Probably not. The improvements you're going to get as you go are more going to be more like the year to year Intel improvements probably, right? Like gains of maybe 20% or something. They're not going to be the hugely wild gains that you got with mm-hmm. with jumping architectures because that was where that win was. But the other interesting stuff in there is that um, they also talked about really ramping up graphics cores as well um, for the higher-end Macs, which I think is an interesting move because that could make it really competitive with some of those discrete graphics potentially, even though people are like, oh, you'll never get it as competitive as like a discrete NVIDIA graphics cards, but it seems like, <laughs> it seems like maybe they could. Actually, maybe you could. Yeah, so... I think it will be interesting to see next year. I, I agree with Lex. You'll probably see an M1X before you'll see an M2. But I think that, you know, there will be an M2 eventually. What that brings, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, John's right. The low-hanging fruit is more memory uh, addressability and and more, uh, you know, controllers for Expanded. ports. Yeah, right. But, right. yeah, just expect more and more cores. I think, you know, if they come up with a 32-core Mac Pro, that thing is going to be smoking <laughs> Yeah. And not literally, right? And not literally. That's the other thing. Yeah, I know. All right. I don't have any other opinions besides what you said. (laughs) But it sounds right to me. Uh, So John Downing asks, I have no idea what my answer is to this question. If you could have complete access to anyone's main computer for one day, who would it be and why? What would you search for on it? It could be someone famous, dead, or even fictional. Skeletor (laughs) probably had a massive system to keep Snake Mountain running. Mm. Wow. Okay. Uh, who, who's, all right, you didn't have a computer, but I mean, kind of, don't you kind of want to look at what like J. Edgar Hoover had on like microfilm or whatever? Come on. That guy had so much stuff. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, what, what about Putin? Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. That'd probably be pretty good as well. Yeah. There's probably some video on there. Um, <laughs> well, you're not going to want to watch it, but there's probably some video on there. You just know that it exists. Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing that the names would probably be, you know, translated in English would be uh, sufficient. Yeah, I, don't I would know. definitely want. A, oh, there's uh, that. There's that tape. Yeah, <laughs> I would want a president or a former president. No yeah, question. There, there's definitely a lot to get there. I mean, you know, first of all, I want to know now if the Galactic Federation is really. A thing. Oh yeah, the leader, the leader of the Galactic Federation. That would be the best one. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, apparently. There's a lot to learn from all those classified files, so that's a pretty good one. Tim Tim Cooks? Tim Cooks? No. Yeah, I mean, it's an iPad. You just want to know it's what new Macs are coming? Yeah. yeah. Stuart yeah. asks... <laughs> oh, this is, this is a very in-the-weeds question, Stuart. Stuart says, I enjoy the extra content in the bootleg feed, but the audio quality in the regular feed is unquestionably better. Yeah. Have you considered making a processed version of the bootleg available for those of us with FOMO <laughs> who also want those sweet dulcet tones piped into our ears at maximum quality? <laughs> Uh, Stuart, I appreciate that you're asking, but I will say two things. One, if you want the best quality, you're just going to have to listen to the final release. And two, <laughs> you know why that is? It's because it's just more work for me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and, and three, you have tipped her hand uh, because that is what Rebound Prime Prime will be next year. Yes! Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> I think it's going to be Rebound Max. Yeah, Rebound Prime Max. <laughs> there we go. Rebound, Pri- Rebound Prime Max Plus $549 a month. Yeah, $549 a month. And what you get is a version of the bootleg with pristine audio quality as though we are in the room with you. And you get to you get that slack where we aren't. <laughs> like that's And after the vaccine, we'll be in the room with you. <laughs> or... 
if you pay more, not, we will not prefer, be in the room. Which is probably what yeah. we will continue to not will, be. You in. will prefer uh, us to not be in the room with you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Stuart. Um, I appreciate it, but uh, I think I think we're going to need to bump the price of Rebound Prime before I start having to process the bootleg files every week. <laughs> Typical Dan move. That's right. That's right. It's the upsell. That, that's well, it, Lex. That that's, the that's the extent of our questions from Rebound Prime. Play the Rebound Prime questions. Thank song. you for sending the questions in. Those were, those those were good fun. questions. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to talk about uh, Big Bob Mansfield going bye-bye? Well, I Always. guess we better. We, we got to. I mean, I might need a minute. But. He's, he's got. Yeah, I'm sorry. He, he is no longer there to cradle you in his giant hands. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they so they've done another reorg of the auto group, Titan. apparently, and yeah, and Mansfield. We should say is the out. rumored auto group, right? It's not ever been officially yeah, acknowledged. Well, I mean, I think we you know we have a fairly good idea that it exists. But. <laughs> I mean the the uh, you know Bloomberg and other places are now referring to it as like just not even with like so Bloomberg you know Gurman just says the project known as Titan like not even with like sources say known as Titan no it's just known as Titan yeah so Mansfield retired and it's now under been moved under the purview of John John Andrea who is the head of AI and machine learning stuff who the Boy, guy who works can as well fix... as Siri I can't wait or as well as photos face recognition yeah he's, he's gonna fix he's gonna fix Lex's photos problem first and then it's the car that's all that's holding the car back right now guys it's Lex's photos problem so you know sooner he fixes that the better I guess yeah that doesn't fill me with yeah. confidence about how the car is gonna work but that's okay I'm sure it'll be fine I'm sure it'll all be fine John yeah. if if uh, well it won't be but uh, I was gonna say assuming we're reasonably priced but but would you buy an Apple car? Could you see yourself behind the wheel? What's it going to take to get you yeah, behind someday, the wheel of this Apple car? Someday okay. I could. I, I, absolutely, I would consider buying an Apple car. I mean, I think we, we talked about this previously, and I was trying to do the math of, like, if I kept my car for 10 years, that would be about the perfect time for Apple to release a car in. Would you be an 20, early Apple car 2025, five years from now. I would not. No, I would not be an early adopter. No. I mean, this this stuff is all new technology, and and some of it has the potential to be extremely dangerous the the debate i want to have the bet i want to make is how many speakers will be in the first generation apple car <laughs> or how many micro- the, how many it, microphones it's just gonna be one right. giant continuous how many microphones mm-hmm. <laughs> keep saying <it>. how many <laughs> microphones <laughs> but seriously how many microphones? so so my answer is no um i would i would definitely need to see how these things perform on the road before well um, the, the suggestion in the Bloomberg article, as elsewhere now, is that, of course, Apple is no longer building a car, but building an autonomous driving system to yeah. be used in cars, but, like, has no partners either, which is the thing that's a little weird. Or, like, <laughs> who, is, who is building a car that's using this? If that is unclear. I think, I gotta be honest, I think this, this is either something that's eventually just going to fizzle out, or I think it's just going to be much less um, ambitious. Right, it's already seems much less ambitious than it did a few years ago, and I don't have a huge amount of faith that this will eventually come to market. I think there's a good chance they just decide like this doesn't really make sense for us. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> the, the number of reorgs too is. Yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, you know how 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 many times can you reorg something before you just decide that it's not working out? Ah, uh, yeah. Bob Dylan first drafts. And that's a that's a real no. I'm asking <laughs> a real question because that. <laughs> how many times have we reorged this podcast? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I would consider buying an Apple car, but I also feel like 
first of all, I want to know. <laughs> I'm scared that it would just be a self-driving car, and I don't want that. <laughs> that. That terrifies me. Again, for the exact reasons that Lex laid out, which is I don't trust machine learning algorithms. And I, I think yeah. I've said before, right. I have this argument all the time know. with my best friend from college who's an ER doctor, and he cannot wait for this stuff because you know fair fair play to him like he sees a lot of the the end results of people being stupid in driving cars and, and we've he had help some of this th- debate yeah. on this, this yes. very podcast yeah and I'm, I'm certainly very comfortable when my tesla drives itself right if and, i'm in it right and into it's a wall fully driving itself i'm impressed and what i think it does that apple my again that if this product ever sees the light of day in any way i'll be surprised but that it doesn't feel at all apple like is the tesla shows you what it sees so there's like a, a little display that's constantly showing me what it's recognizing about <laughs> Sorry. the stuff around it. In my head, so, that's like a Google CAPTCHA where it's like, picture, pick all the like traffic signals. Right. <laughs> but like you, you can and should look through the windshield and see what's around you. But I can also see on its display like, oh, I see these cars here. There's a pedestrian there. There's a stop sign here. There's a traffic signal up ahead. And it'll it, like today, it's very, very cautious, right? It'll be like, I'm going to be stopping at this traffic light, even though it's green, unless you push this button to tell me to keep going. Like it's... It's it's hyper cautious, but I, I appreciate all those things because if it doesn't see something, you can know that whatever. But I understand. I Moltz is very very anti self driving car. He does not want that anytime soon for himself. <laughs> but for me, I think that my objection to an Apple car would likely not be its ability to drive itself. It would be all the other things that would, <laughs> I would be scared of. Like it would have one button inside it, or it would only <laughs> work via Siri. And oh, you think it would have a me. button? That's cute. <laughs> Uh, sorry, a digital crown. It's going to yes. be more than $549 as well. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I guess I'm the middle ground between Lex being pro uh, self-driving, John being very anti-self-driving, and me being like, I don't know, I don't feel I mean, good I'm, about I'm, it. I'm, you know, I would love to be, to be able to believe that that works flawlessly, but I also just don't think that that's going to happen anytime in the near future, and I worry about these things getting put out there before they're ready. I, I think there's a happy medium in the stuff where either there's partial self-driving stuff like on a highway or what have you or there's the enhanced safety features that a lot of cars come with now right where it like alerts you if you're drifting out of your lane or if you're too close to a car that's in front of you but I do worry about the stuff that's like entirely turned over to machine learning algorithms for the full control of the vehicle because I do I do think that machine learning is tricky right it's like there was the whole thing this week i didn't closely follow this but the news about the uh the the researcher at google who was fired um after basically trying to put out a paper that said that the photo set they were training from was biased and you know not to verge too much into something that might go beyond technology because why would we do that but like Say you had a computer vision algorithm that wasn't good at seeing people with a particular pigmentation in their skin, such as very dark pigmentation. Now let's say that algorithm is in your car that drives things and doesn't notice yeah. when someone with that skin coloration is crossing exactly. a street, for example. Like, that to me is worrying. That is a worrying thing that could happen and that computers would just decide, like, I, I don't see this as a person. I'm just going to run right through this. Um, and I right. don't know. I mean, you know, the question is how well they train these things. And then you end up the whole kettle of fish of like, well, let's say something like that does happen. Who is liable for that? 
is it you the person sitting behind the wheel of your self-driving car but not actually driving is it the person who made the car is it the person who programmed yeah. the software right like there's a whole can of worms that's happening there i think we can all agree that it's a low-level engineer at um <laughs> whatever company made this the car probably just yeah put it together put together yeah put the plug that piece in that piece if apple like released this and they were like and for the first two years you have the car we'll take on full liability for anybody oh, while in self-driving mode like, that would be interesting that's that'd one be, way to still confidence. Yeah, that would be really confidence inspiring <laughs> yeah that is dystopian as well shit. i guess i don't have anything to worry about <laughs> gun it <laughs> just uh yeah looking forward to taking my apple car into the apple store for a service too that's gonna be a real <laughs> yeah would you uh would you like a pair of airpods max and while you're here can we change your oil for you <laughs> this car won't have oil it'll have no. essential oils no. diffused throughout the compartment that make you smell better that's what it'll have <laughs> i don't know anything about cars i haven't taken my, my car my actual car has needed an oil change for like two months now oh yeah i'm so. with you lex or oh, lex <laughs> God, I hate that guy. Close. Close. It was the Lexus other car one, doesn't but... even use oil. <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's true. I I I've had the like, oh, you should take your car in for service thing on for several months now, like just scheduled yeah. maintenance. I'm like, ah, I don't want to deal with going to a you know no. a mechanic and having to leave my car there, and I have no way to get from the mechanic any place because like I don't want to call an Uber. I don't really feel like riding no. the bus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I could get Karen to pick me up, but it just seems we only like have it's one an, car. Un, could it's you? an unnecessary trip that yeah. I don't really. We, need. we only have one car, so it's not as it's not as easy for us. Like I would have to probably get my parents to like come yeah. pick me up or something, which is, you know, who wants to get see your that? mom to pick you up? <laughs> yeah, who wants to see that? <laughs> Do you have a ride? <laughs> yeah, my mom's coming. <laughs> <laughs> And then they beat you up. <laughs> so you guys are both uh, Apple One Premiere subscribers. That is correct. Are you? So you're Ooh. getting Apple Fitness next week? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to try it, and I'm never going to use it again after that. But it'll excellent, be fun. excellent. Tom. I don't even know that I'm going to try it. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to try it. I got to try it. What 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 holds you back, Lex? I I run every other day, even on days when I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and I do push-ups on the in-between days. And I can't I think we covered on this show, but I have, uh, at, by next week's episode, in fact, I will be the proud owner of a, a Peloton. Oh, right, right. And uh, how much more? Because you love Trump so much. <laughs> Wait, how does it connect? Wasn't the, 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 the guy who founded Peloton was a big Trump supporter, right? Oh, now you're going to make Lex just have to burn his Peloton. <laughs> He's doing <laughs> the research That right would be now. news to me. You might be well. Is that right? right? Oh, really? I'm pretty I, sure I'm right. I have, I'll I have look, you keep talking about your nice new bike and I'll look it up. I will. Thank you. Uh, but so uh, just between all those different things, I'm like, why do I, why would I need another thing? Just because like every, all the extra, the whole point, well, a key point of the Apple Watch is that it can track my fitness no matter what I'm doing. Like I don't have to be doing Apple Watch exercises for the Apple Watch to know it. So like that's not its own selling point to me, and so I don't know. I just don't need more things. I basically hate all fitness classes, so I don't need different ones. You, I, I mean, can't imagine I'll suddenly like apples. <laughs> I mean, you'll 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 like the one that Tim Cook is leading. Is I think the the operative part here. Come on, you want to do you want to do like yoga with Tim <laughs> Cook, right? Yes, I do want to do yoga with Tim Cook. I knew it. You are correct. I knew it. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, uh, maybe I mean, it was something else. Maybe it, maybe it was like sexual assault. Are you thinking <laughs> my pillow? <laughs> I can't find it. The Soul Cycle guy is definitely. Uh, uh, well, sure. Um, we all we all can tell that just from the name. Yeah, I I I'm interested in trying it okay. out, and I will do so because I think as Apple Watch owners get a free month. I want to say 
So I, I'm interested, especially because it does have some stuff that's really targeted at like very entry level, which I think is smart, especially all of us coming out of the pandemic and being like, oh, God, I haven't I haven't worked out in like eight months. <laughs> uh, like for me, that appeals. I will say, though, I, I've still and I think I mentioned this to you a few months back. My wife has still been having a lot of trouble with getting the Apple Watch to register exercise for her. And, it, you know, I've definitely heard other people struggling with this problem as well. And I really have no idea how to fix it like she's tried resetting it recalibrating it all that stuff and it never seems to like we'll take a walk and i'll get like 30 40 minutes of exercise and she'll get like 15 and i'm like i have no idea what's going on well it's gonna be great when she gets an apple car and wants to check the odometer like her car will have way fewer miles than other people so that'll be an advantage. no i just felt like that's a i thought that joke was gonna go way better than it did yeah but, i know you, you know. did uh, i know you can't did. win them all no it's true Definitely not if you're in an Apple uh, Watch competition against me and my wife. <laughs> I I still maintain I think there's something. Yeah, I don't know if it's her watch in, in specific or if there is some larger problem with some of the tracking data for that. But like one thing that's interesting is that if you look back, since it tracks like, you know, you can look back at your workout and see what was my heart rate like throughout this, etc. Like hers definitely has time when it seems to lose her heart rate. Like it just has blank periods where it can't read it for some reason. So I don't know, maybe that could be just an issue of the fit on the wrist, or maybe it could be that the sensor's wonky or something like that. So I don't know, but it definitely seems like it has some issues. And she's got a newer one than me. She's got a Series 5. I need to, I need to retract my statement. Oh, okay. Breaking <laughs> I, news. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm, maybe I was thinking of the SoulCycle guy. but just There was that whole thing last year with the ad, the Peloton ad, which I think is just kind of ridiculous, but... Um, yes. I mean, it's dumb. It's that dumb. Was, that and was it's, just dumb you know, commercialism it's, it's more than anything. It's sexist and it's stupid, but it's not like the worst thing in world. I mean, but this guy does not seem like he's a Trump supporter particularly. I mean, he he seems like he's trying to be, you know, actually out out of all of that. <laughs> he's not. So please enjoy your bicycle. Peloton CEO is not a Trump supporter. <laughs> that is that is what it seems like. That or or at least he's not like you know. He's not out there like <laughs> advertising it in any, yeah. so, in any way. Lex, so. the only the only thing you have to feel ashamed about is just the usual amount of like crass commercialism that goes into like monetizing <laughs> people's health and well being. So just the usual. That's exactly right. Uh, this is an Apple Watch show, I would remind That's you. <laughs> uh, the, the, he actually yeah, he actually donated a hundred million dollars to racial justice in the <laughs> So I guess he's probably you know. <laughs> he seems like a pretty good guy. Like you know, you kinda of wanna have a beer with him. I actually think we should make a whole so buy, new podcast so buy another that's just one, insulting okay. this guy. Buy another one. Oh man. <laughs> They're so expensive for me will you yeah send yeah. one to each of us please if you don't mind very kind I, I, thank you i do have some some i have two different ver- uh follow-ups to share with you guys is one of them um, about your mac mini lex because i'm really looking forward to lex's mac mini story nope all other than that it's arrival date is now unknown <laughs> it went from december 10th to question mark Ooh, in ups's this, website so this is such a know. mystery but so two pieces of follow-up the first is i have now after more than a week of working on this uh, I have now gotten uh, Apple photos to recognize that I am not my wife. I was just, I have just been clicking over and over again. This is not Lauren. This is not Lauren. This is not Lauren. And it just suddenly said, Hey, we recognize another face in this photo. And it was me. So it finally got to the point. So there we are. You're welcome, America. And then update number two is, uh, and I got actually more tweets about this topic than many topics we've covered on the show from people curious about uh, homebrew and my setting it up at Dan's urging last week. Uh, and I was expressing homebridge. Homebridge. Like homebridge. I said, Homebridge. I mess it up in my head all the time, too. And I was so proud that I got it right just now. Um, I didn't. Well, you at least you haven't slandered anybody. Yeah. Well, first of all, you should know that the guy who created the Homebridge code repository, huge Nazi. I'm just kidding. 
It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Um, but, the, uh, but so Dan was saying, it'll work even when your Mac is asleep. And I'm like, there's no way that's true. And uh, then I put my Mac to sleep and tested it out and it didn't work. And I was like, ha ha, Dan, I was right and you were wrong. And then later I tried it again and then it did work while my Mac was asleep. That's the good news is that it does work while my Mac is asleep. However, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> and I, I don't have any rhyme or reason. So like often, you know, my Mac goes to sleep at night when I'm done working. So call it around 6 p.m. It's done. And I can turn on my ring alarm using the home app and it works just fine. But then in the morning, if I want to turn it off, Usually by the morning, the Mac's been asleep for long enough. I don't know that it's like, sorry, I don't, I don't have any idea what none of your devices that are <laughs> happening via home bridge work. And so I, I don't know why I can't explain it. When I wake up my Mac again, then all those things come back to life again. So it doesn't always work, but it works a lot. But yeah. it also, and I don't know if you feel this way, Dan, home bridge makes me very angry because <laughs> it does work so well when it works that it's offensive that it doesn't just work that way out of the box. Like Apple could. <laughs> freely allow home to connect yes. with all those things yeah. like it's just right there i, I don't it know works perfectly i don't know what they've reverse engineered here that is something that apple wouldn't make available like right like is it i have no i have no clue why this isn't the way that it works it seems very weird i totally agree because it does seem like well if it's that easy to have stuff that writes plugins like i can understand like all right maybe you're concerned that people will write malicious plugins uh that will like snoop on your data or something like that but you know, I don't know, it seems like you could solve that problem, right? By like vetting them essentially, and or or just working with these vendors who make stuff that isn't HomeKit compatible, and being like, let's make a plugin for you with some sort of like translation service. Yeah, I don't, I do find it a little baffling that that Home HomeKit doesn't innately support a lot of this stuff because it's clearly doable. But yeah, it works. Homebridge works really nice, and I mean, I I don't know what the sleep issue is. It might be the level of there are actually different levels of sleep. For, for computers like so maybe there's a point where it shuts down enough stuff that that doesn't work anymore yeah uh, i've seen some people talk up a system called hoobs which is home kit out of the box um but i think that's like a little more like you know essentially it's a package solution that runs on like a raspberry pi or something like that which yeah it doesn't really necessarily solve your problem have you tried like if you just what if your computer doesn't go to sleep? Like the display goes to sleep, but the computer doesn't go to sleep. Does it keep working? I haven't tried, but I assume you yes. Could, you could try it and see yeah, what happens. It won't. To, I right? mean, it's not going to chew up so much power that. Would <gasps> oh, really I do, so Hoops is its own device. It's a hundred seventy dollar device to do this. Yeah, I, I. Someone was recommending that. I thought there was a free version of it too, but I think it is literally just like essentially it's a prepackaged Raspberry Pi. Yeah, I definitely have a second Raspberry Pi around, so maybe I'll do that. I guess I could even potentially use my first Raspberry Pi. Is there a reason that it can't both be my Nintendo Super Nintendo emulator and my HomeKit bridge? Probably not. I mean, if it's running the emulator on, on what, Linux of some variety? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, then you should be able to install yeah. HomeBridge on it as a package. That probably wouldn't I'm be sure too hard. I'm sure it would do both at the same time. Well... Probably the the question there would you be resources, if you but want, if you're not, if you want your devices to work, yeah. or if you want to play <laughs> Super Nintendo, if you're not usually <laughs> playing Super Nintendo, then yeah, just use it for that. Interesting. Well, I'll give it some thought. Don't just think about it, Lex. I don't know. He plays a lot of Super Nintendo. I, I actually I do now through my Nintendo Switch. Do <laughs> so it. I'm covered. Right. Exactly. You don't need it. Just wipe it and start over. Which is almost what I did with my Apple Photos faces, but I didn't have to. <laughs> I, it's what we're gonna do with this podcast next. <laughs> We're doing our picks. You guys want to do picks? I got picks before we go to the bonus episode. Okay. All right. I'm very excited to share my pick. I teased it today, and although I didn't tell him what it was, 
But uh, I have uh, been watching a, a new sitcom-y type show on Netflix. It's dubbed a Netflix original, although it's definitely a BBC original that Netflix has bought the U.S. rights to. And I suddenly just got overwhelmed with fear that Daniel's going to say, that was my pick three weeks ago, now that I've teased it to him. But uh, <laughs> it is a show called Cuckoo? Cuckoo? However you pronounce oh, that? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Do you know who it stars, Dan? Uh, not without looking it up. It stars Greg Davies, also known uh, as... The Taskmaster. That's right. Uh, John, if you could put Taskmaster in the show notes, I'd appreciate it. But um, I will not. The So Cuckoo stars Greg Davies and uh, Andy Samberg, actually, in the first season. And it's just really Great. funny. Uh, Andy Samberg uh, marries into Greg Davies' family. And he's, you know, very much an American in the UK and hated by Greg Davies. And it's it's just a sitcom. It's just a silly, stupid British sitcom. And I really, really like oh it. My- I can't quite tell if Moltz will like it because some of it does rely on the awkwardness of Andy Samberg making people uncomfortable. Kind of, but it's also very funny. I do like Andy Samberg. I mean, it, I, I'm a big fan of um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I, I think you would like it. That I happen to know that because of his schedule, he ends up not being in later seasons. So the show is clearly going to have to pivot. I haven't gotten that far. Also, mm-hmm. the what his love interest in the show is a new actress starting in season two by the same character. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's it's really funny. It's very British. And seeing Greg Davies act when he's normally just the host of the Taskmaster, in my experience, is a delight. They really play up his giganticness in the show as well. Also, his, he's like six eight. Greg Davies' wife is played by Helen Baxendale too. Yes. Wow. Uh, who some might know as uh, Ross's temporary wife on Friends. Yeah. No, I've seen I've seen her in a bunch of <laughs> other stuff too. Uh, British British stuff. I didn't get that far. <laughs> it's fine. Spoiler alert for friends, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for ruining a 25-year-old 20, show. I was just about to stream it all on Peacock. <laughs> HBO Max? I don't remember which one it's on. HBO Max. It's on HBO Max because my daughter and I are watching it together. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. She doesn't, but boy. I mean, for so many reasons. Ross and Rachel just broke up, and it was uh, <gasps> it was pretty emotional for I believe all. they were on a break last like. I, I mean, it, it was said for the first time, Dan, and I was so excited. And I'm thinking, and the first time it said on the show was said by Rachel, and I was like, "Man, I, I hope you like that line." I didn't say this loud, but I was thinking it because they're going to say it again and again. Yeah, that's for the rest of the show. Yeah, we were just talking about Friends the other day, and and my wife admitted she had never seen any of it. I'm like, there are parts of it that are very funny in the early seasons, but it, it definitely went on way too long. I do. Oh, yeah. It is. Well. It's a great show for binging. Like it's 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 the right length, and it is consistently funny least yeah i think there are points where that runs out after like definitely hits the point where all of those characters just become caricatures of themselves <laughs> yeah uh but yeah there are some funny bits in the early seasons especially so dan's pick is early friends early friends uh <laughs> that's you know the ones i knew before you guys um <laughs> <laughs> that's not your pick damn it <laughs> <laughs> isn't it they were so much better <laughs> um oh man i was trying to think about it multi got one yeah, I do. It's actually it's actually an Apple Arcade pick. Oh, um, it is it is Bleak Sword. So uh, I mentioned I mentioned I think last time um, that I was that I had a TV sitting around in my office doing absolutely nothing, and so I took the weekend and I rearranged my office and I set the TV up, and now I have this little TV area in my office, which is probably a terrible idea, but I have it, and um, so I was I was going through and and play, and I have an app, I have my older Apple TV, so I hooked that up to the TV, and so I was going through and looking at uh, Apple Arcade games and tried this one, and it's really fun. It's like it's a you know one of those pixelated things that um, is sort of a retro has sort of a retro look, but it's a you're a knight and you fight the uh, monsters in a in like a swamp to start with anyway and 
it's uh it's it's very fun i enjoy it and i've got a, i've got the controller up there so you definitely want a controller to play with it but it's uh it's a good game so far anyway i haven't gotten that far but i but i'm really enjoying it and i'm actually it's one of the things where i'm actually like i'm you know looking to get rid of my family from time to time in order to get back to playing it <laughs> get rid of my family you know, if you know what you know, i like mean like you do yeah <laughs> I have a pick that's a um a little esoteric, but I think it's it's handy. If you've ever used stuff like a, like a <laughs> IFTTT or Zapier, Zapier, I have, they've mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. sponsored shows I've been on. I still know how to pronounce it. Um, I found another service that's similar because uh, I was looking for a way to glue some services together for a project I was working on, and I stumbled across a service called Integramat. Um, and it's basically it's basically the same idea. I hope it's as good as its name. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I had an Integra, sure. and at one point I got mats for the floor. Does that count? Yeah, same thing. Um, no, Integra it's basically mat. the same idea. It's it's a service where you can have like if you want like hey I want to pull some stuff out of a Google spreadsheet and I want to put it into Slack or something like that, right? Like you want to combine uh, create like sort of shortcuts or workflows to cr- to connect multiple web based services. Um, and uh, what I like about it over Zapier is that it, the interface is way better. Like it, I find it is very nicely visually laid out. Um, I find it, uh, very easy to sort of think through how to connect these things and like what information passed before back and between back and forth between these things. It's also got like these really powerful tools for like filtering stuff, um, based on like certain criteria. So it's like, oh, I want to run this through, but if in this case, ignore these things that match this criteria or whatever, um, and yeah, it seems to connect to a whole bunch of different services. And and the thing that sold me on it for Zapier is because for some of the services I needed, it had way more power, like way more things it could do. So like I needed to have it integrate with Discord and uh, create channels and stuff. And it's like Zapier can't do that. Zapier can do like three things when it's connected to Discord. Um, and this had like a dozen options. Um, and it was like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is exactly what I need. And so... Uh, I've been spending the week working on this project and it works really well. It's quick. It's really easy to set stuff up. I had a couple problems with like Google Drive specifically. Google has made some security revisions, so I had to jump through some more hoops to get it to work with it. But honestly, once I sort of had everything set up, it works very smoothly. Uh, Like Zapier, it's got kind of a free plan, which you can do up to like a certain number of operations basically per month, and then you run out of quota. Um, but you can pay to have that upped or to have stuff run more frequently. I think the default is like every 15 minutes if it's like an automated task. And I think you can get that down to like five minutes or one minute, depending on how much you're willing to pay. And yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a cool service uh, if you're looking for ways to do stuff. Uh, I spent a lot of time banging my head against the wall thinking, can I program a whole interface for this? I'm like, this seems way easier. Nice. It cool. looks cool. Yeah. I'm playing with it right now. But still, if, if Zapier wants to sponsor the podcast, well, that's fine. I'll, I'll totally throw these guys over in a minute. Like <laughs> yeah, we have no integrity. Please just yeah. call us. <laughs> Moltz, you have a pick <laughs> again. Another pick. Another one. Oh, you did a pick. That's I, right. I do have another pick. I, I have another pick. Actually, we oh, could do, I could do one more pick. Pick the, My other pick is. Um, Sorry, is we don't have time for that. Alien, Goodbye, Alien Worlds. Alien Worlds on. They must be better Netflix. than this world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On which Alien Worlds in the universe. It. Please go visit Alien Worlds in the universe. Do it now. Join the Galactic Federation, everyone. Nice. <laughs> the end.